Hi, welcome back to So Yellow, a weekly podcast about our experiences as female Asian Americans. I'm Cindy. And I'm Helen. For today's episode, we wanted to talk about the dangers of social media and how it impacts our everyday lives. At what age did you make your first social media account? Facebook was my first one, and I made it Mm -hmm. in, I think it was high school, or maybe it was middle school. Okay, no, it was definitely middle school, I think, in seventh or eighth grade, because I remember I wanted this guy to like my picture, (laughs) and he was in my English class, and I remember the teacher, and it it was sometime in middle school. That's how I remember. How How did you know that he had a Facebook because we were friends, and I remember he liked my picture. So you made it first, and then you wanted him to like your photo. <laughs> yeah, I already had it. What were your profile pictures like back then? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I feel like everyone, or like a lot of people, have just like some random cartoon, some flower or something. Yeah, um, it was probably I, really cringy. That's why I deleted all my old Facebook pictures. Dude, all of mine are still up. Uh, <laughs> I... Okay, so I think I made Facebook in middle school also because mm-hmm. I remember going to the Cherry Blossom Festival in D.C. with my family, and I took a photo there, and I really liked it, uh-huh. <laughs> which do not look at it now. Like, okay, after I this, literally, after we record <laughs> this, I'm going to on Facebook and looking at it. I literally <laughs> wore the same jacket, jeans, and sh- shoes like every single day, and I had the weirdest scarf. Okay, just, I'm going to go delete it. <laughs> but... um. I was just like, oh, this is such a good photo, and then I made it, and I never used it because I I was, like, very private, so, and I also mm-hmm. had nothing to, like, post as my statuses, you know, and I thought that was, like, the only thing you did, so I never used it, um, and then I started using it again in college, but that's because, like, everyone used it. I, oh, I also made Instagram in middle school, and my friend... Um, convinced me to make one and I thought it was like so dumb because she told me like the whole thing is like photos and I was like oh I don't like posting photos of myself or I don't have anything interesting to post Mm -hmm. Um, but she just like made me make one and I never posted for like like a year probably or two and I remember I stayed at like four followers for like two years (laughs) because I never let anyone follow me and I was just like so private even though I didn't have photos and then oh at the beginning of high school I made snapchat I guess there's a trend I just think everything's stupid but Mm -hmm. um, my friend told me about snapchat and I was like this is the stupidest thing ever you can only see the photo for like 10 seconds and I was like I'm not like downloading this but then she was like no you should download it everyone is doing it and I was like okay and then again I had like no friends so (laughs) I had no one to snap and I also had like four followers. It was like my three friends and like my cousin. <laughs> and I remember like posting stories and like I would always check who viewed it to make sure like which one of the four <laughs> didn't look at it. <laughs> yeah. When did you like make your Instagram and Snapchat and all that? Um, I think in high school. I don't think I got a smartphone until I was in high school. Did you use your social media accounts, like, regularly? Like, would you say you use it more now? 
Yeah, I think so. I used to tweet the most embarrassing things. Every little thing I would tweet. Oh my god, really? I want to see. <laughs> I deleted, I deactivated my Twitter so no one can see. <laughs> I would be like, Sad. just gone an argument with my brother. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was like every middle and high schooler's tweet. And like everyone would compete to write like the funniest things. Yeah. What is it? Like retweets? I don't even know. Mm -hmm. Favorites and retweets. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it just... Did you know... Mm -hmm. Did you know Twitter has like stories now? I think they're called fleets or something. Everything has stories. on LinkedIn has stories. It's funny we call them stories, but then they're called something else. Yeah, because Instagram. Wait, no, Snapchat. Snapchat made it first, right? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like social media, what we posted, people really paid attention to it. Like... It's a part of my self-image. Like, whatever I post or tweet, like, I don't know. I just thought people really cared about it. I feel like that's, like, applicable to now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that. I think I cared a lot more about how many likes I got and followers I had back then, though. I feel like I didn't think about it that much because mm-hmm. I never had that many. <laughs> so there was nothing to, like, look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then... I have so many thoughts about social media, basically. Like, I don't like it (laughs) that Mm -hmm. much. So There's definitely pros and cons to it. I have, like, periods in my life where I just stop using it, and then periods of my life where I just pick it back up. I don't know if there's, like, a a net positive impact on my life. Yeah, I was thinking about that. So let's talk about the pros and cons of social media, because I was, like, brainstorming this earlier, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I had so many more cons... And I was trying to, like, look up stuff, and there's, like, I'd find, like, a short list of pros and then, like, 10 billion cons (laughs) and, like, research studies based on all this stuff, like, why you shouldn't be so absorbed by social media. So, what do you think is the most beneficial thing about social media? Most beneficial thing, I'd say, is it can help you find people that you maybe lost contact with over the years. Like, I'll sometimes Facebook my old high school teachers and then friend them and you know it's just nice to see how they're doing now it definitely has helped the world like stay more connected yeah and like people can meet different kinds of people that they may never had the chance to before yeah but that can also be back yeah so i was Mm -hmm. thinking about my pros and i felt like for all the pros there's like a con side to it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you said we're able to connect with so many people that we wouldn't have been able to connect with otherwise Mm -hmm. but then there's so many like dangerous people and like scary people out there and then another thing i think that social media is like good for is you can obtain so much info in like such a concise way and like just so rapidly and very accessible i guess i'm more thinking about the internet but um another thing is like on the internet children can like access stuff they shouldn't be looking at like i guess anyone but like you know like pornography and like just anything I feel like a lot of times they can get, like, brainwashed. They have a false sense of reality, you know? And then another thing that I think social media is good for is that it it, it could be a great marketing tool, but then on the flip side, it's, like, sometimes it's just really annoying being bombarded with ads, and um, it just, like, takes away from the personal connections and, like, what we should be using social media for. That reminds um, me of, did you watch The Social? Yeah, I did. Social Dilemma? Yeah, Social Dilemma. It just reminded me of when you said that how the original purpose of it, maybe it was to like connect people, but now it's just turned into like a marketing tool. 
Yeah, these companies just want to make money. They don't care about your well-being. So what do you think is the most harmful thing about social media? Okay, I don't know if this is the most harmful thing, but it's definitely affected me. Um, just like comparing yourself to other people on the outside, it looks like they have the perfect life. And I think when you're young, like when we were young, no one really taught us about the harmful side effects of social media and like how to use it in like a healthy way. No one told us you shouldn't like believe everything you see on social media. Yeah, I feel like I really let it control like how I perceive myself. And yeah, I used to follow a lot of, I guess, influencers um, and their job is to, you know, like sell things and they make everything look perfect in their pictures. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I also wrote that down as like one of the biggest harms of social media. One thing I was curious about is um, when you like created your social media accounts, were your parents ever involved? Like, did they know? And like, because you said no one's taught us, you know, how to use social media and like how to not let it affect us. Because I feel like it was so new when we like got it. And then our parents are like, you know, the previous generation. So they don't really, or they didn't have this when they were growing up. So we're like kind of on our own in that aspect. Yeah, my parents didn't know. I didn't want yeah. them to know either. I think um, I asked my parents if it was okay. And they're like, what is that like I don't one what is that and two I don't care (laughs) yeah um like if you made it or not because you know they don't know the dangers of it and Mm -hmm. like have you ever thought about what age you would let your children or like any child like what age would you recommend that they get social media um I think I think like in high school I was thinking like do you think schools should teach kids about social media because I feel like it plays such a large impact in our lives. It's on our mind like multiple times in a day if you have social media on your phone. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I know a lot of schools, like high schools, are trying to implement like economics, like making you take an economics class mm-hmm. because, you know, they want to like teach you stuff about the real world. So like health class, economics, I think that they should also have like a psychology course that's mm-hmm. like required. And in that you could teach like psychology behind like social media and like you know um making them aware of mental illnesses and stuff mm-hmm. yeah um, like it could even be incorporated in like health classes oh yeah that's true um but i just remember like in high school if you look around the classroom maybe like i don't know like 30 to 50 percent of the class is looking down at their phone they have their phone under the desk or something and they're like texting or on social media or like snapchatting people mm-hmm. i think it just like absorbs everyone's life and like i just like didn't understand why it was so like people were so addicted and like like mm-hmm. can it wait <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but um going back to like what you said about like the comparison thing i think that's a really big thing about social media is like expectation versus reality like you think that social media is reality so you compare your own reality to that and it's not the same and so people like get depressed and i read somewhere where they mentioned that social media itself isn't the problem it's more the problem is how we take it and perceive it which if you think about it i feel like it's true because like the platform itself isn't doing anything to us it's like the way we like fix our mindset and like obsess over it and are addicted to it and then like we just like fall into a cycle because we also post pictures and like want people to think our life is perfect because no one posts like bad photos or like sad times you know like you don't post on a day where you're like 
sad and crying and you don't post about a breakup and like you don't post when you like don't get a job you know so I think we're like even if we're not aware like we're part of that like ecosystem yeah we just like feed into it and then other people see our posts and feed and think our life is perfect and then it's just like a continuous cycle mm-hmm like after watching the social dilemma, I've been trying to be more intentional when I'm posting things on my story or on my feed. Mm-hmm. I guess like I didn't want to admit that, you know, when you're posting like stories of hanging out with friends, like you want people to think like I have friends. Yeah, I think <laughs> a big thing is like social media can really affect your self-esteem, like mm-hmm. the interaction and the reactions you get from your posts and stories and whatever, like boost your self-esteem. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely like victim to that because... Like, if, so, if, like, a bunch of people comment or reply, it's like, wow, I'm getting so much engagement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and, okay, so a big thing about stories is I notice myself trying to, like, you know, get the perfect shot and, like, mm-hmm. you know, just very intentional about what I was posting, like, what I included, right? And it was because, okay, so I felt like when I was capturing moments, it wasn't just to, like, try to remember that moment. It was, like, more so to, like, show off that moment like oh this would be good for my story Mm -hmm. you know this is like good content basically you're kind of like Um, seeing your own life from another person's perspective yeah like i'm thinking about what would be interesting to another like viewer right and i was just like why am i doing this like why why can't i just live my life and like yeah like i don't need to display it to the world and so a lot of times now i just like take a photo for my own memories or like take a video for my own memories but then I don't know a lot of times I I won't post it because like if you think about it like why do your like I don't know five six hundred followers like need to know what restaurant you're eating at or like that you're hanging out with these people there's nothing wrong with it it's just like I guess my head was in the wrong space like I wasn't really in living in the moment because of that because I was like so obsessed with that yeah I put that down in my notes too Sometimes you'll go somewhere really cool and you're like with your friends or family, but then you're trying like so hard to capture the perfect image to share with other people that you can't enjoy your surroundings because you're so focused on like what's on your little screen. Thinking back, I remember like my parents know that I like taking photos and videos. Mm -hmm. So they kind of just like know that I want to like take a photo of the food before we eat Mm -hmm. and before I would like take so long to get the perfect shot or like video um and they'd be like oh can we eat now (laughs) are you you done but then I'm like that's so like wrong like or not wrong that's not the right word (laughs) it's a little bit messed up that I'm like keeping them from eating or whatever just because I need to like get the perfect post for social media Another thing is, like, I used to think that people are very in tune with what I post and, like, know everything, pay attention to it, basically. But then when you see people scrolling through their uh, stories, they, like, tap so fast, like, they barely see it. Like, why are you spending, like, 10 minutes or something on something when people spend one second on it and are going to forget it in, like, 10 minutes? So I just kept, like, asking myself, what is the point? (laughs) This isn't my job or anything. It should be fun, but then I feel like it wasn't becoming fun. It was, like, stressful almost two other things that I wrote down that I find are very harmful about social media are well one is like addiction but then the other one that's a really big problem is cyberbullying it gives people a platform to like say stuff behind a screen and like they they feel safe because they they feel anonymous basically so they have like 
power through that. And so I looked up some statistics. Mm-hmm. And um, in the U.S., every seven minutes, a child gets bullied, like online. Mm-hmm. And then only 4% of the time, an, an adult will intervene. And 85% of the time, cyberbullying cases aren't addressed, whether, like, they don't care or they just, like, aren't aware. Like, the child might not tell their parent or, like... Also, like, a child might not be aware that this is bullying and that it's dangerous. They might Mm -hmm. just think it's, like, normal, you know? Um, I think this is annually, but 5.4 million children stay home at any time, on any given day throughout the year, because they fear of being bullied. And then suicide rates among 10 to 14-year-olds have grown more than 50% over the last three decades, which I think 10 to 14, that's like middle school, right? And Mm -hmm. so that's when a lot of these kids are getting social media accounts and then they just like get addicted and sucked in and just like, it's like their world. Like, it's so important to them to like keep up this image and like live this fake perfect life. Yeah, and I feel like in middle school was like the age when kids really started caring about like how they dress like what other kids thought and so i feel Mm -hmm. like that's like that's like prime time for becoming addicted to social media and those are very formative years of your life and so if like all you know is social media and you think that's like the whole world and like that it's so important then it can really hurt your self-esteem yeah that's why Um, i think school should teach about it mm mm-hmm do you think, okay, um, some, I feel like some reasons that schools don't talk about it is it could be that they don't know that it's such a big problem mm-hmm. or they just don't want to talk about it. Or two, these teachers, if they're like older, they aren't aware of these problems. Like they don't understand it because they're not from that era, <laughs> like the social media era. Yeah, I was thinking that too, because when we first got it, teachers were probably getting it for the first time too. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we are teaching the older generation how to use it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they can't like (laughs) tell us anything. Yeah, after my parents got WeChat, I feel like they also kind of like get sucked into that sometimes, like comparing their life to other people's. You mentioned your parents like do you find that when they like get a text or like they just hear that text sound that they like immediately look at their phone because yep. i know my parents are like that i don't know if you've heard how like dings on our phone like trigger the reward center in our brain so it's like the same center that's like satiated when you eat food right so basically like <laughs> social media becomes a necessity because we're so trained i read about a study where Well, researchers found that the same parts of the brain that are activated when people eat chocolate or, like, win money gets activated when you hear that. You learn to associate, like, the ding means, like, someone texted you or something, and then you read it, and then you get, like, an increased dopamine, and so your Mm -hmm. body is, like, addicted to that. So when we say, like, social media addiction, it's, like, a real addiction. It's, like, the same, it's literally the same chemical that forms when you have a drug addiction or, like, any other type of addiction. So it's a real addiction, like... I think some people think we joke, like, about a social media addiction, like, oh, you're just on your phone all the time. I feel like a lot of adults, like, overlook this, like, oh, like, kids will be kids, like, it's just a phase or whatever, but it's definitely prevalent in adults. Yeah, and I feel like when you start at a much younger age, it gets harder to stop. 
When you go to bed at night, do you like go on your phone right before bed? Yeah, like, scroll through your every phone night. Or yeah, me too. Literally every night for the past probably decade or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. I have told myself and I've said to other people that I can't sleep without like going on my phone first before bed, but that is definitely not true <laughs> because going on your phone before bed on an electronic device so it could be tv or anything actually prevents you from sleeping i also looked this up (laughs) um when you like use an electronic device in bed before you fall asleep Mm -hmm. it can affect the amount of time you sleep and the quality of your sleep so that's like why if you've ever like watched a bunch of tv or something right before bed and then you wake up like even if you've slept like eight nine hours and Mm -hmm. can still feel tired and groggy is that why I'm more so tired in the morning? Probably. That That's me all the time. Like, literally uh-huh. every single day. I could, like, sleep for, like, 12 hours and not feel that great. Oh, same. I always thought yeah. it was just, I don't know, maybe I was just tired from work. Yeah. So, melatonin is the hormone in your body that helps regulate your sleep. Mm-hmm. So, when you use electronic devices, they emit blue light, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you're absorbing this blue light. And that can reduce the levels of melatonin in your body and so that's why you might have a hard time sleeping or you don't feel as refreshed oh i didn't know that i've definitely yeah i've definitely heard that you shouldn't use any electronic media like an hour at least before bed but i tried that and it lasted one day i think (laughs) like it's like impossible you know like i'm talking to people or watching something like that's like what i do every night you know um so I mean like obviously you can read and do whatever but I'm just so accustomed to like being on my phone literally from the moment I wake up like I turn off my alarm and check my phone till the minute I go to bed so I thought that was really interesting I feel like I've heard this like years ago and even knowing that like I still didn't do it because it was so hard for me to not use like social media or like any electronic device before bed yeah, because I feel like I'm always talking to someone right before bed. And so it just feels weird not to, like, talk to... I don't know. Yeah. If you constantly, like, scroll through social media, like, right before bed, um, it can really mess up your circadian rhythm. Which, for me, I honestly don't get tired until, like, 4 or 3 or 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And it's so bad. If I have something planned for, like... 8 9 a.m like it's so hard for me mm-hmm. like i'll be so tired during the day yeah for me even if i'm really tired at night i still need to scroll through social media yeah me too i i just feel like it it's like necessary it's like mm-hmm. a separate world like if i had a really busy day i'm like and it's time for bed i'm like oh i need to catch up on this other world that i missed on that yeah I, that's exactly how yeah. i feel I read that one third of teens spend three plus hours on social media a day and then a fifth of teens spend five plus hours a day, which is crazy. Like that's that's more than half like a work day, you know? Wait, check how much, how many hours have you spent? Yeah, I was going to ask. Okay, so I want you to just pull up your screen time for the week. <laughs> I actually looked at it earlier and it's... Mm -hmm. pretty embarrassing (laughs) okay so this is really embarrassing and i just want to preface that it's a tuesday (laughs) and so on mondays i am very lazy and so i spent a lot of time on my phone yesterday what is your daily average (laughs) 
Four hours and 45 minutes. Mine. Okay, I just want to say, <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube on my phone. So oh, okay. Crazy. Mine's five hours and 46 minutes. But it says 25% off from last week. What's um, your most used? My most used is by far YouTube. It's nine hours and 54 minutes. Dang. What is yours? Okay, right now it's Google Maps. <laughs> um second one is messenger oh yeah mine too how how long is that an hour and 39 minutes oh what's yours mine's three hours and 36 minutes i don't know how like (laughs) you have a lot of friends embarrassing (laughs) i really don't (laughs) oh my god okay scroll down Mm -hmm. what's your daily average pickup like how many times you pick up your phone um 115 mine is 96 first used after pickup is messenger i'm a messenger Mm -hmm. a lot mine too mine is messenger safari and youtube like looking at these stats it's like so embarrassing and it should be like eye-opening for like anyone (laughs) that checks this because like okay six hours on my phone like you can do so much in six hours you could go and make like a thousand dollars yeah um, what the heck i can't believe i spent four hours me either and it doesn't feel like it because i feel like time just goes by so fast so i remember like at one point my nightly routine was go on instagram and i would look or watch a bunch of reels and mm-hmm. somehow, like, an hour or two would pass by, and these videos are, like, 10 seconds, you know? <laughs> they they make it 10 seconds, so you don't lose attention. But, like, I do. <laughs> In, like, two. <laughs> My attention span is so short. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think is, like, a good age for kids to start using social media? I have two answers. Like, mm-hmm. ideally, I would say, like, college Mm -hmm. but then realistically i would say high school because when you think about like teenagers they just want to do what everyone else is doing right Mm -hmm. and so other kids will probably have social media and so my kid will probably want social media and like you don't want them to feel left out and stuff Mm -hmm. you know so i think high school would be the earliest because middle school like we said it's like such formative years and like you can really like put all your like self-esteem into your social media accounts Mm -hmm. and i do not want that happening and high school i feel like they're a one percent more mature (laughs) um and like i would i would try to like educate them and you know be that figure and like teach them not to like rely on it and that it's not a representation of like real life i think you have to really model the behavior that you want or like think is good you know i can't tell my kid that social media is bad while i'm like on my phone scrolling through social media and like on it all the time kids are so like receptive if they see their kids on their phone all the time they'll just be on their phone all the time and i would also like this is for like anyone myself and my future kids but like you i think people should set boundaries like what they would share with social media like some things you should really just keep to yourself like one no one cares and two like like, out of the respect for other people in your life or, like, yourself, like, you don't need to share everything, you know? How do you feel about, like, parents posting pictures of their kids on social media? I feel like it doesn't 
come from a place of like ill intent you know like they just want to be like look how cute my kid is or like look at their achievement which i think is fine but um i think in a everyday sense like the average everyday person that's fine but then i think it's different when like influencers do it and they mm-hmm. have a big following because there's a certain point where it, you're like exploiting your kid and it's like dangerous like i've seen so many like family vloggers or people just that are just influencers and post their kids like it's like dangerous like people you know there's like pedophiles out there and just like want to stalk these kids and like do stuff to these kids and so there's this one like youtuber that i know of she has like three kids but she never shared like a single photo of any of their kids and a bunch of people were like why like we want to see your kids and like show your kids but she said like you you should get your kids permission to like release their photos and stuff online right but realistically like kids don't understand like the consequences if you ask like a five-year-old they'll be like yeah i want to take a photo and like they don't know like what the internet is and social media like so she's waiting for them to like be adults i think like 18 to like make an informed decision i guess about whether or not they want to be on her social media so they can like post stuff on their own social media just not on hers okay yeah so because i've been thinking about social media and its impacts lately Mm -hmm. and i've I was, like, thinking about how much time I waste because I would, like, wake up and go on Instagram for, like, an hour. Just, like, lay in bed for an hour. It's, like, an hour after I've woken up and I haven't done anything. Um, So then, almost a month ago, I decided to delete Instagram because we knew we were doing this episode. So it was, like, a test. How has it been going? So it's been almost a month, and I can say, like, it's been great. <laughs> so I thought that I would cave like a day, like, or not day, a few days or a week in, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes you, you don't, you just want to like check something or like, I don't know, look at a certain photo posted by someone mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, But I don't know. So I, I just like let that go. And I'm like, it's not really necessary. And like, you know, I would watch stories and be like, I don't really care about, like, what I'm looking at. I just, like, mindlessly, like, tap through the stories. And it's just like, why am I doing this then? And then, um, like, when I look at reels, honestly, so many of them are pointless. Like, so, so, so pointless. Like, they will not add any value to my life. (laughs) And then my feed is just like, I don't know, like... That, that's whatever but I'm also not trying to like shame anyone that goes on social media but I just found that it like improves my life so much by like not going on it because I don't think about it I don't I'm not like obsessed with it and like you can do so much with your time so like I know a big thing in college was that people would say that they didn't have time to work out mm-hmm. right you can get such a good workout in in 30 to like 60 minutes right And we definitely would spend more time than that per day on our phones. So don't tell me, like, you can't work out if you can scroll on your phone for, like, an hour and a half, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would, like, try to put that time into, like, doing something more productive. And, but another thing I noticed is that, um, I don't know about you, but, like, if I eat alone, I feel like I can't just 
sit there and do nothing I feel like I have to go on my phone I found like when I would eat in the dining halls in college eating alone was like you just like are afraid people think you're like weird or like a loser right Mm -hmm. so I'd always go on my phone but even at home when I eat alone I find that I just feel so weird without my Mm -hmm. phone like so I would like watch a video or something on YouTube but you know that adds to my screen time (laughs) but um I will say that I fa- I would use I used to scroll through Instagram like while I was eating mm-hmm. because it's like quick and mindless. Mm-hmm. But now I like watch YouTube, so I think that as a consequence, I watched more YouTube because uh. that was like a replacement for Instagram. And then also, um, Instagram you you take like one second to scroll through photos, right? But YouTube, I would like sit there until I finish the video, mm-hmm. and so. It might have wasted more time, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel, like, happier, so. <laughs> okay. What kind of videos do you watch? I don't know. It just depends on my mood. Like, I could watch, like, super educational videos or, like, trash, like, vlogs. <laughs> like, th- there's a huge range. <laughs> and I spend so much time trying to find the perfect video sometimes. And going off that, like, social dependence on our phone, like, how many times have you gone to a social setting or maybe a party or something and you don't you don't have anyone to talk to so you just like go on your phone and pretend like you know happens yeah you have text to (laughs) reply to um i think a big problem is like a lot of people have social anxiety because they're so like attached to their phone and like a lot of youngins i feel like (laughs) they have a problem like interacting with people in real life because they're so used to like quick conversations um, through text where there's not much depth but also if you know they need some like to form some sort of response they have so much time because mm-hmm. it's you know it's on your own terms like when you want to respond um like people even have like so much anxiety over phone calls you know because it's like live and you don't have much time to think which i hate making phone calls but <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazy like kids don't know how to talk to people and i feel like because we have the ability to connect with people online and just talk to them or like facetime them mm-hmm. um people make less of an effort to meet up in person and hang out with people which it's so different like a video call versus like an in-person hangout mm-hmm. so. yeah i had someone tell me before that the reason why they message people all the time is because they don't meet with them in person is it because of COVID or because no, this is they before just COVID. don't want? Oh, so they think of it as a replacement. Yeah, I feel like that's not that healthy. <laughs> I feel like the conversations I have over my phone, they're usually like really quick. Um, I don't really think that much about what I'm typing. Yeah, I j- I could just I know there's like some people who message people like every like throughout the entire day, mm-hmm. and I just can't do that. Yeah. I also think social media affects your, a lot of people's ability to like think clearly and independently, like because we are so reliant on other people's material that I don't know we just like want to fit in somehow, and so there's like a tendency to like fall into the, like group think right, like you don't want to stand out basically, like you want to fit in so that you're not like the odd one out might not realize it but it affects so many like decisions you make and things you do for example like fashion styles the types of things you say and like 
just so many different things are like impacted by what we see online and like quote-unquote cool or like trendy or what will make us cool okay i remember like in middle school you just see what the popular kids are wearing and then you're like i want to wear that so you think social media increases that yeah like some honestly like i see some teenagers now like photos of them and i'm like wow they dress so cool like i I did not look like that when i was a teenager (laughs) did you know that looking at photos of food online can alter your appetite like make me more hungry yeah yeah um <laughs> cool <laughs> or no, no no i didn't know that but when I, if i see something yummy i'm like oh now i'm craving mm-hmm. this i read online that mm-hmm. when you look at images of like mouth-watering food it causes your brain to undergo physiological and neurophysical changes making you feel hungry even when you're not actually hungry and it can lead to overeating isn't it crazy that someone else out there is can make you feel all these different things yeah and you might not even be aware but you could be affecting other people you know like Mm -hmm. all our friends and like whoever follows you subconsciously you can like be affecting them so Mm -hmm. in that sense we should be like very cognizant of what we post and what we Mm -hmm. put out online yeah like when we post pictures of hanging out with friends like partying because we want to look cool Yeah, yeah and like I think a lot of people post when they like go out to eat right and you post the food and it's like creating a false sense of reality that this is my entire life like I eat like this all the time when in reality like I eat like a cracker for lunch (laughs) so yeah it's crazy like so many things that you wouldn't think about but everything is like shaping the our behaviors and like like robots I, there's also, like, I guess pros to when I see people posting food because I'm like, oh, I want to try that place. So I guess there's, like, a good mm-hmm. and a bad to everything. Maybe there's no, it's not, yeah, there's like no the net marketing. positive. Yeah, it's just balances out. I remember I would, like, obsessively check my Snapchat stories. Mm-hmm. And you know that time when, like, Instagram made stories? So then you check Instagram and Snapchat stories. Well, I was like, oh, my God, this is taking up, t- like, too much time. And then I always thought the concept of, like, sending photos for like a few seconds was like weird and I didn't like taking photos of myself and like talking through that way and so I deleted snapchat like years ago and it was like the best decision ever like I don't know I just have something against snapchat but and then now that I've deleted instagram I'm like I feel so free I never understood snapchat either the founders were like yeah we definitely okay not the whole intent but like part of it is like sending nudes because um a quick way to send nudes and then they go away but if you think about it like everything is online like it's Mm -hmm. probably out there somewhere even if it went away in a few seconds you know Mm -hmm. aren't there snapchat groups where you have to like pay money to get in to get nudes from girls what i have never heard of that that's so interesting like all this like explicit content is like so easy for people to access now kind of scary yeah, I remember, like, always checking if my Snapchat score went up. When you could see people's best friends on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was, like, the beginning of college. They still had that. And, like, I think, right? And then there's, like, different emojis next to people's names if you, like, I think your most now person or you have, like, you know, a month streak or whatever. So cringy that I was, like, so obsessed with that. 
Well, that's it for this week's episode of So Yellow. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on social media and we'd love to hear your thoughts about this topic. So feel free to email us at soyellow at gmail.com or find us on our IG or Facebook at So Yellow. If you enjoyed what you heard, we'd love if you left a rating or review and be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of our future episodes. Until next time, bye! bye.